A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk Here video. Today we've got some tough questions to answer, and our first story of the day is from Red Panda 891 Am I the jerk for calling my sister's husband a piece of crap because he's representing my ex in our divorce? I asked my ex for a divorce two months ago, and I found out a week later that my sister's husband was going to be his solicitor. I wasn't completely surprised as my ex has helped his career a lot, but I was still hurt when my sister told me. I've avoided him since finding out, but my parents invited everyone over for dinner, and I missed them, so I went. I tried really hard to bite my tongue, but he kept referring to me as my ex's wife, and told me that if he was me, he would stay married because I was going to lose a lot if I divorced my ex. I ended up telling him that he was a real piece of crap in front of everybody, including his daughters. My sister got angry at me for saying that in front of her daughters, but I was so mad I told her I didn't care because he was a jerk. So now she's pissed at me. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk. It's definitely not a favorable situation to be in. Would you guys agree with me when I say I think OP should be careful about what correspondence they have here? Because whatever information they discuss or give away could be something that's used against them, whether it's issues that have been going on in the relationship or anything like that. Or am I kind of overthinking this? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Pizza Party Nope. Am I the jerk for not going out to get a special pizza? My brother brings over his girlfriend to a pizza and movie night. I get the $10 Costco pizza for everyone. The only toppings they have is pepperoni or cheese. I get one of each. We also have some wine in a can, coke and bottled water. Other than that, it's bring your own beer or wine. The girlfriend gets there and acts like the pizza's disgusting and asks if we can order anything else. I said no. She asked my brother to go get her this pizza she likes. A medium cost $24. I told my brother if he goes, take her with you, you're not coming back with a special pizza just for her. She makes him leave 10 minutes into the movie because she was offended that we didn't go out of our way to make her welcome. My brother's been calling me all sorts of names and calling me cheap. I don't think it was my responsibility to cater to one person at the party, and it's rude to get a pizza just for yourself. He called me trashy, and I said the only trashy one at the party was his girlfriend, and not to bring her around again until she learns some manners. Personally, I think both sides were jerks. To be honest, this whole event doesn't really sound like that formal or very super well-planned. So if the girlfriend gets there and they realize they're just not that into that pizza, I don't think there's anything wrong with them asking, hey, is it alright if I go grab a pizza for myself? Because what's the big deal? Who, Who really cares? I think if you have an issue in that situation, you're just trying to be a victim or feeling overly insecure. But for her to act like everything there is just disgusting and then forcing him to leave after everything, that also felt over the top and not necessary. I mean, overall, just look at OP's rules. Bring your own beer, bring your own wine, but if you get there and you realize you don't really like that pizza and you want to get your own, don't you dare think about bringing your own pizza. OP really went and died on this Costco $10 pizza hill. Our next story is from an anonymous poster. 
Am I the jerk for telling my husband I never wanted our daughter after he refused to take care of her? I, 27-year-old female, have never really wanted children. I told my husband this many times over the early years of our relationship, and once we were married, I tried my best to really stress that. He, 26-year-old male, never seemed to mind this and always agreed that he didn't want children. This was going well until I got pregnant about a year into our marriage. I knew I did not want the baby and assumed my husband wouldn't either, but when I told him, he was excited. He ended up convincing me to go through with the pregnancy, and so I did. Flash forward to today, and our daughter Rhea is 15 months old. I really do love her, but I'm exhausted. My husband works full-time and I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm with her almost 24-7. I never have a break. I do everything with her. I get her up in the morning, feed her all three meals, play with her, bathe her, change every diaper, take her out, and put her down again at night. Last night, our routine was going as usual when my husband got home. The baby had been particularly difficult that night, and I was reaching my limit. I asked him if he could put her to bed that night so I could lay down. I expected him to say yes as he hardly sees her with work, and she's usually asleep by the time he gets home, but instead, he snapped at me. Apparently, he'd had a very long day and he needed to lay down. I was shocked, literally never been so angry in my life. I went and put Rhea into her crib before I responded to him. I feel horrible, but essentially what I said was that I never wanted to be a mom. I never wanted our daughter, he did. So why is it all on me to care for her? Why can't he just make a bottle and read the baby he wanted a darn book? He was immediately furious with me. He couldn't believe what I had said. He hasn't talked to me since. So, am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk here. And more than anything, it's not about whether you wanted the baby or not. It's that you're tired and you're one half of the parenting of this kid. It doesn't matter if they worked a full eight hours lifting heavy boxes in a hot warehouse. If they come home and they got a kid, they should help out at least a little bit. Notice how, in the end, after the argument, He's only upset at half of the argument. He's only addressing half of the argument. He couldn't believe what OP said, very conveniently latching on to the fact that OP said, well, I never wanted the kid in the first place. But they're just going to look past the whole argument and why it happened, which is, why can't they, a person who wanted the kid, ever help out? They only latch on to being offended from what OP said about not ever wanting the kid initially. And yet again, nothing to do with responsibility. Our next story is from Finn22, Am I the jerk for sometimes hanging out in states of undress with my boyfriend's roommate? I'm pretty much a practical nudist, meaning that I love to wear as few clothes as practical. Naturally, in social settings, I try to be more careful. My boyfriend and his roommate have a pretty sweet apartment downtown, so we spend most of the time there. He's a really nice and chill guy, and on days my boyfriend and I don't want to get intimate, we just hang out in the living room, drinking, smoking, and watching movies. Sometimes I end up just hanging out in a towel after a shower. I explicitly checked with the roommate that this was okay, and he didn't mind. Unfortunately, now he has a new jealous girlfriend who doesn't hang out with us sometimes, but she feels like she needs to police what I'm wearing in the apartment of my boyfriend. We got into a bit of a stupid text message exchange when she found out, and she's clearly jealous and insecure. It doesn't help her self-esteem, I guess, that 9 times out of 10, people are going to say I'm the hotter person. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder and all that. I'm not self-centered. It's purely a comfort thing. It's not remotely sexual for me. So I think I'm in the right holding my stance. Am I the jerk here? 
the basis of everything, I think OP's not the jerk, but it's very hard to say that OP's not the jerk when they lump in that self-esteem comment. It doesn't help her self-esteem, I guess. Nine times out of ten, people say I'm the hotter person. I don't think OP's the jerk, though. This is all about the boyfriend's roommate. OP said in the get-go that the boyfriend's roommate said it was fine for them to wear as little as they do when they're around. So this is an issue between that roommate and his girlfriend. Until that roommate starts saying, you know what, I'm in that relationship, I don't want to have any issues, could you please wear more appropriate stuff when you're around? Until then, it's not OP's issue. Both people that pay for that apartment said, it's fine. Although I see a lot of people don't necessarily agree with how I feel. So do you guys straight up disagree? Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Our next story is from Baby Sing Wo. Am I the jerk for not babysitting during an emergency? I, 25-year-old female, have a brother, 34-year-old male. He has two kids, one a few months old and the other's three years old. My brother and I haven't had a good relationship. We're just starting to get to know each other again. I don't know his kids very well. His mother-in-law retired and she lives with him and his wife to help take care of the kids. He called me at 1am the other night asking if I could come over and watch the older kid because the baby was sick and they had to take him to the ER. I asked why his mother-in-law couldn't watch the other kid, especially since the kid was sleeping. He said mother-in-law needed to sleep to take care of the kids the next day. I said no, sorry, I had work in the morning and there was someone there to watch the kid. I hung up and went back to sleep. Now my brother's pissed because he had to stay home while his wife took the baby to the ER and had to go through everything alone. I feel bad, but not really. The baby just has a cold, by the way. If there was a legitimate emergency, I don't see any mother-in-law who's staying over that was there for the sole purpose of helping with the kids that wouldn't offer to stay up and watch the kids as necessary just while this emergency is going on. And also, it doesn't fall on OP's shoulders just because they're related or just because they've become a contact recently. I mean, if there was no other option, maybe you could argue OP was a jerk. But in this situation, they're definitely not. Our next story is from Roberts2003. Am I the jerk for refusing to let my husband eat from my plate at the restaurant? My husband and I have a totally different taste when it comes to food. That's perfectly fine. However, lately and whenever we go out to a restaurant, we'd both order different dishes and then he suddenly asks to eat from my dish and would throw a fit if I refuse. He's done this several times and I snapped and told him to stop asking and order from the same dish if he wanted it so bad. Last night we went out for dinner and ordered different dishes. Before we made the order, I asked if he was sure about the dish he picked and he said yes. The food arrived and each of us had our plate and started eating. Literally minutes later, he asked if he could eat from my dish. I looked at him like, are you serious right now? And he went on about how he couldn't resist the looks of the dish and really, really, really wanted to try it. I refused and said no. I kept eating and he kept pushing till I blew up and he got quiet all of a sudden. He then got up and walked out. He was furious with me and picked an argument at home when I got back. He said that I acted petty and that all he asked for was a few bites from my meal and I chose to make a scene and yell and embarrass him instead. We're not speaking to each other right now because of what happened. I feel crappy about it and I think I could have just let him have some of the food instead of choosing to die on such a silly hill. I think if this is one of those situations where every so often when you go out you get your burger and your fries and your partner takes a few fries, if you blew up in those kinds of scenarios maybe it is a silly hill to die on. 
But this is like a long-standing situation that continues to grow because they just keep doing it. It's a huge annoyance. You clarify with them before you ever start that it's not going to happen, essentially, and they just don't get it. It's like trying to teach a toddler to not stick their hands in your plate of food. I imagine in a lot of marriages it's pretty normal to kind of share plates all the time, but if you're the kind of person that doesn't want to share your food, you shouldn't have to walk around with a jerk label for that. Our next story is from Bad Coworker. Am I the jerk for making coworkers pay me for my time? I, male 22, work a couple of different jobs. I don't have kids, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, or a life really. I go to work, come home, play with my ferret, play with my actual ferret, and that's about it. I'm always willing to switch shifts with people, but I found a way for it to benefit me. I accept money in return for switching shifts. One lady wants to go see her family for Thanksgiving. I have that weekend booked off. She asked me to switch. I said I have a vacation planned and it would cost me $400 to switch my reservations. So she paid me $400. It's win-win. But my roommate thinks I'm a jerk for booking the holidays off when all I plan to do is get high and play Zelda. So what OP's actually doing is they go and they book holidays off. They don't actually have plans, they just book those days off. And then they lie to their coworker and say, oh, well, I've got a reservation, it'll cost me 400 bucks. Which they just end up pocketing that $400. I don't know, because it's not like they're forcing them to, and OP would otherwise just enjoy their time off regardless. I don't think OP's the jerk on the basic premise of this, but I've got to say asking $400? Is that not an amount to be shameful to lie about taking from another person? I mean, just the fact that they lied about the $400 fee, that alone makes me feel iffy on jerk or not jerk. Our next story is from responsible at 8847 Am I the jerk? Boyfriend's birthday is the same weekend as my sister's wedding. My sister's getting married on a Friday night, and my boyfriend's birthday is the same weekend, that Sunday. He's turning 29, and this would be his third birthday we were together for. Usually for his birthday, we drive to the beach and spend the day there. He was hoping to do the same this year. However, for my sister's wedding, my family planned to rent a house right near the venue for a long weekend so we didn't feel rushed. We got a house for Wednesday night through Sunday morning. Obviously, my boyfriend's invited to the wedding and would be staying with me in the house my family rented if he chooses to. And obviously we would get cake and go out to dinner etc for his birthday while we were at the rental house. He wants to leave the rental house on Saturday a day early so we can drive home 3 hours and then drive to the beach the next morning for his birthday an hour and a half drive. I want to spend the whole weekend with my family and I don't want to leave early. My sister's getting married. She's my best friend and I don't want to miss out on anything. I feel like Saturday we're all going to be a little hungover. We'll probably take naps and spend the day talking about everything that happened at the wedding. The house has a pool and a hot tub, pool table, fire pit, etc. So we wanted to spend the day hanging out relaxing and reminiscing on the wedding. I don't want to get up that day, pack up my stuff and rush home just to pack again for the beach and have to wake up early the next morning to drive to the beach. He feels like by Sunday the wedding is over and now it's his birthday so I should be focusing on him instead of my sister. I said his birthday happens once every year compared to my sister's wedding being a once in a lifetime event. I offer to go to the beach the next day, Monday, or the next weekend, etc but he only wants to go on his birthday. He's turning 29 years old, and I feel like he should understand how important this event is to my family and to me, and he shouldn't want to drag. 
Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Drag me away from it. He broke up with me because I refused to leave a day early. I'm so frustrated why he can't see how important this is to me and how excited I am to be there and spend time with my family. My parents and I also split the cost of the rental, so for me to leave early would be a waste of my money. He doesn't care about that because he didn't have to pay. Even though he'd be staying there with us, I didn't ask him to pay his share because he's unemployed and doesn't have the money for that. I think OP's not the jerk and I agree wholeheartedly with them that this is a once in a lifetime event. It sucks that it coincides with his birthday, but you can set aside another day in the near future to really celebrate it and have a whole fun day with it. If that's not good enough for them, I think they're just being overly selfish. And honestly, maybe it's for the best that they broke up with OP. I think maybe they dodged the bullet for OP. Our next story is from Double Leadership 5372. Am I the jerk for telling my friend she should work less if she wants more time with her husband? About seven months ago, my friend Tori, 34-year-old female, began to vent to us about some of her marital problems, namely that her husband Jack, 35-year-old male, doesn't have time for her. At first, we let her vent and just listened to her and gave her support. I know that Jack is a stay-at-home dad that works part-time from home, and Tori's pretty big into her career. At the time, I didn't question how things were when she got home because I just wanted to listen to her. Since then, she's had the same complaint every time we see her, and some of our friends started to offer her advice, like tell Jack how he was hurting her feelings and tell him what she needed from him. It sounded like good advice. This year, our kids are in the same kindergarten class, so Jack, myself, and another friend have been taking turns carpooling the kids. Whenever I drop their kid off and take them inside, I would always see Jack finishing up cleaning, laundry, cooking, and other household chores. Tori also has two nights a week she either comes to one of our houses after work or she goes out with her co-workers after work. Yet when we see her, she still has the same complaint about Jack not having time for her. This last time I saw Tori, some of her friends had started to talk down about him to her about the whole situation. I asked Tori if Jack is still doing most of the childcare and housework while working from home and she said yes. I asked her if she gets paid overtime for working so many hours that they need the money and she said no. She's on salary, but she wants to get to the next level. 
I told her it sounds like she's been misrepresenting the situation, and it doesn't sound like Jack doesn't have the time for her, but she may not be making time for him. And if she wants time with him, she should cut back on her hours so she's home at a reasonable time. And maybe not go socialize two nights a week while he's at home? Tori started to cry and tell me that I was shaming her for having her career, and our friends agreed. I said it wasn't like that at all and that there's nothing wrong with her having a career. But if all the other advice hadn't been working after so many months, maybe she needed to look at how she was also contributing to the problem. Now they're both upset and barely talking to me. Was I so wrong to tell her that? Am I the jerk? I think Gopi's not the jerk, and I think it's a very valid thing to bring up and ask about. I feel like in a lot of situations like that where things aren't necessarily going well in a partnership, it's overall a really good question to think about and ask in regards to am i doing something that's causing issues here when there's an issue with the relationship and one side is not considering that they might be the problem well then it's not a great surprise that you're struggling to find a real answer it's essentially the same thing in the more like 1950s nuclear family role where some family man is working some proper eight-hour job and then a couple nights a week also going for drinks after work and then coming home and wondering why there's no time for the relationship to really feel like a relationship. I mean, it sounds to me like John is no slouch, and running a household like that and keeping everything on top, you can't really work overtime hours and then expect for there to still be plenty of time to hang out. Our next story is from Flurzel Knot. Am I the jerk for getting mad at my friend, for referring to me as her gay best friend? I, 24-year-old male, have had this friend who will call Carrie, 24-year-old female, for around 10 years now. I came out to her as gay when I was 16, and at the time she was very respectful and supportive. But over the last couple of years, I've been feeling kind of dehumanized by her. Every time we go out together and she meets someone new, usually a guy she's interested in, she always wants me to act like a wingman and calls me her gay best friend when she goes over to talk to them. I've told her many times I don't like being called that one because it makes me feel like an accessory and two it means she's outing me to random people who I don't know and could act maliciously towards me. She would always stop calling me that for a while but pick it right back up. The last time it happened we were at a cheap bar and she was interested in a guy there. She wanted me to talk her up to him and then came over and started to talk to him herself. Well, he ended up asking who I was and what our relationship was, and before I could say anything, she chimed in, Oh, he's my gay best friend. I kind of lost it at this point, because it had been going on for too long, and I had a lot of pent-up frustrations with it. I yelled and told her, I've told you over and over not to call me that and you keep doing it. I feel like you see me as an accessory and you're using me to fulfill your Yas Queen fantasies. You're risking my safety every time you out me. I don't think we should talk anymore because you clearly don't respect me enough not to do something I told you repeatedly I don't like. If you can change the way you see me, maybe we can hang out again, but I need some space from you. Meanwhile, the dude's just standing there awkwardly, but he ended up agreeing with me. I've been getting texts from her and mutual friends saying I was a jerk and needed to apologize because I was overreacting. I ended up just blocking all of them because I can't deal with it. I have, however, started to feel bad. My boyfriend agrees with me and, as I said, so did the dude she liked, but am I the jerk? OP is definitely not the jerk. If they keep calling you something and you tell them, do not call me that, 
and they cannot respect that, then it's clear that they can't respect you. Whether they want to try to downplay how severe it is calling you whatever, you told them you don't want to, and that's straight up disrespecting you. And I agree with OP's concerns. Sadly, there's a lot of people out there who still feel very strongly about gay people, and you end up in some cheap bar, you tell the wrong guy the wrong thing, maybe they've been drinking, in good old gun-toting America, who knows? Our next story is from throwaway baby Luigi. Am I the jerk for telling my colleague that she basically called her newborn daughter Luigi? I'm an Italian woman who works for an Italian company that has a close working relationship with a few American companies. More specifically, I'm the Italian liaison of a kind of big department in one of these companies. So basically everything that my American colleagues decide comes through me and I relate it to my Italian colleagues. In the years I've worked there, I've made good friends with some of these American colleagues and this past summer, one of them, S, female, early 30s, invited me to her house in the US. I had been in the US many times before that, but always for work, never for leisure, so I was really happy. It's the 4th of July and S has organized a nice party. I meet other people who work for the same company, but whom I didn't know. Amongst them, M, female, mid-late 20s, with her newborn baby girl, Gigi. I'm not big on children, so I mostly ignore the baby, but I talk to M for a while and with other people too. At some point in the evening, M tells me that her husband is Italian too, and they wanted to choose an Italian name for their baby to honor his ancestry, and they went with Gigi. I knew this name was used for girls in the US, but I didn't know someone thought it was an Italian name. So I tell her that while Gigi exists in Italy as a name, it's not a girl name. And in Italy, there's a law that says you can't name a child with a name that's traditionally used for the opposite gender. And neutral names don't exist. She's like, what do you mean? And I tell her that Gigi in Italy is a nickname for Luigi. And that if she comes to Italy and introduces her child as Gigi, Italians will think she has a little boy named Luigi. At this point, poor M starts wailing, sobbing that I'm just being mean, I'm making fun of her, I'm jealous of her, saying that her daughter is not named after a stupid video game character. I tell her that Luigi, and Mario too for that matter, are completely normal Italian names that have existed for centuries or even thousands of years before the creation of video games. This does not calm her down at all. M is having a nervous breakdown and someone calls her husband who was at work to come pick her up. They leave shortly after, and I realize I've inadvertently ruined the party for everyone. Am I the jerk for telling this girl her baby's name is not what she thinks it is? Considering M flaunted the reasoning for choosing that name, and how that name would not actually hold up to that reasoning if scrutinized, I think OP's not the jerk for clarifying that their provided reason actually doesn't make much sense. And I mean, it's hard to say whether or not they were being a jerk without hearing the way it came across. Like, phrasing probably does matter a lot. Like, if OP were to say, If you took that baby to Italy and told someone their name Gigi, they'd think you'd have a little boy named Luigi. Then maybe you'd be a jerk for laying it on that way. But if you were saying it out of concern and just as a heads up, I don't think you're a jerk. Also, I learned something new here about Italy. I had no idea it was like that. I didn't know they had a whole law about it. Our next story is from Obstucked. Am I the jerk for wearing a white dress to my sister's wedding? I, 28-year-old female, was invited to my sister's, 32-year-old female, wedding on October 4th, 2022. For months, my sister planned for her wedding, 
and about four months before the wedding, she let us know her maid of honor, bridesmaids, and all other things to do with guest roles, etc. Well, I was one of her bridesmaids. My sister didn't want to buy all of the bridesmaids' dresses, as she wanted us to contrast and feel comfortable in our dresses. But one thing she let us know was that the bridesmaids were to wear white dresses. A few weeks later, I went bridesmaid dress shopping. I really care about my sister, so I put a lot of thought and time into choosing my dress, hoping that it would be okay for her wedding. I found this beautiful lace corset, long white dress. This dress was expensive, around 1500 British pounds, and the boutique had a no return policy unless the dress was broken or ripped, meaning once I'd bought it, I couldn't return it. So I decided to be the smart person and have my sister come round to the boutique to see me in the dress the next day. My sister was overjoyed. She exclaimed that she loved the dress and it was perfect for her wedding. She insisted that I should buy it. So I bought it for £1,500. I was the first bridesmaid to get their dress. All of my sister's friends seemed uh, almost a little too laid back. A week before the wedding comes and I wake up to texts and calls from my sister, friends and family. Most of the ones from friends and family were letting me know my sister had the talk. I opened my sister's texts and see, change of plans, I don't want the bridesmaids wearing white. White is for the bride and all the other bridesmaids are now wearing teal, please buy another dress, thanks, sister. My heart literally sank. I didn't have enough money to buy another dress after the money I spent on that dress. I let my sister and family know this and attended the wedding, but everyone was giving me dirty looks and stares, especially the groom. My sister was infuriated with me afterwards, and my entire family's ignoring me. So, am I the jerk? I think OP is definitely not the jerk here. Maybe there's a commentary to be had on the necessity of buying a 1500 pound non-returnable dress for a bridesmaid situation, but that's neither here nor there when they were told explicitly that it was fine, perfect, beautiful, so they go and they get it, and then are immediately told, hey, actually, sorry, forget everything I told you. That's not OP's fault. And our final story of the day is from Mammoth Middle 2910. Am I the jerk for a dry wedding and telling someone he has an alcohol problem? 25-year-old female, I'm getting married. My fiancé, 25-year-old male, and I decided on a dry wedding since we don't drink and see no point in spending money for alcohol. We were debating about getting a cash bar, but then decided to no alcohol at all. There will be a wide range of other drinks, not just juice and soda provided. We informed our guests via invitations with something along the lines of, you don't have to be worried about choosing a driver or paying a taxi since everybody will be able to drive. So a friend, 26 year old male, called me and asked if I was joking about the dry wedding. I denied it. He asked two more times and I still denied joking. Then he asked what was wrong with me and how was he supposed to have fun without alcohol and how he should function that night and that it was not alright to choose a dry wedding. This is where I might have been the jerk. I told him that I was not obligated to provide alcohol to him just because he's not able to have fun without it, and that if he needs alcohol so badly and cannot function without it for even one night, with people he knew that he might be having an alcohol problem and should consider a therapy to treat it. He flipped out on me and I took his invitation back until he apologizes because he used many slurs on me. Our friends are divided about me being the jerk. Some say I was right, others say I wasn't right. So Reddit, am I the jerk? How can you be not right about deciding on how you want your wedding to be? 
If you're having a wedding and you're hosting it and you want a dry wedding, how are you the jerk? Are they saying OP's the jerk for telling somebody that if a person cannot function at a gathering without alcohol that they might have a problem? Because honestly, I agree with OP and I agree with that sentiment and I think OP's not the jerk. What do you guys think? If you're having a wedding, should there be some form of achievable alcohol? Whether it's a cash bar type scenario? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.